Hi, it's Hannah Burner. And Des Bishop. Thanks for calling the Burner phone. If you leave a message after the tone, we may have to make it into a podcast. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Dylers and Dylees? Yes. We're here another episode. <laughs> We're so excited to be here and we have a fun one. Um, we're doing bucket lists. It's the bucket list today. And yeah. I think one thing we realized is everyone has a different opinion of what a bucket list actually is. Yeah, I mean, we'll get we won't get into it straight away, but can we just uh put a put a message out there that it was a lot dirtier than I expected. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, it should be more of the bucket list because there, there's a lot of uh there was a lot of dirty ones. I mean, I, I felt it like it's not all dirty, but it could have been. It's definitely triple X. Yeah, and having you go through the messages was very funny. Yeah, well, I wanted to just check with you because I I wasn't sure if you you know what way you wanted to the go. The dirtier, the better. Put it in. Can I? Can no I? No pun intended. Can I just uh, respond to a, a message that came in? You know, not in the reviews, not in the comments, but via the via the the telby uh-huh. via the voice message. Uh-huh. We got a complaint that she thought the pod was spicier earlier on, and it had become less spicy. So interesting. I took it. I took it on board on the on the bucket list. And I was like, you know what? Maybe the bucket list needs to be spicier, which was coming in anyway. So interesting. So she basically was like, I signed up for some dirty shit, and you guys are being so wholesome lately. Yeah, actually, to be honest, it was the first time that I had experienced a uh, an an oral review, <laughs> like an oral commentary on. I respect that. Say it to your face. Yeah. 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 So noted. Noted. People start using the the call-ins to start fights with us. Basically, it was like, listen, this isn't a bucket list. Here's some notes. (laughs) So I I was like, okay, okay, I'm listening. I mean, I guess I think the kinks episode people really loved and they were kind of like. Yeah, that was probably false advertising. Or we have to bring it back. Yeah, I guess. Or we just need to be kinkier. Des is just very aware that my mom and my dad and my nana and my papa all listen to the pod. Um, I clearly haven't cared about that for years now. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, though? If it was my mother, I wouldn't care either. But yeah. it's my mother-in-law. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. You know? I'm. It's, you can't help but have an awareness. But anyway, needless to say, uh, word to the listener that there will be some some dirty bucket list stuff coming up. And some violent. I, I actually oh. I was shocked. There was there was there was sex and violence. I mean, this was it was like it was like a it was like a pitch for a for a thriller. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. So what's your bucket list? Oh oh, what's my bucket list? I mean, I one of my bucket list things that I had in my life that I that I did was I I wanted to see the Beastie Boys live. Oh wow! And I got to see them, and then luck you know sadly. They they had a they had a tragedy afterwards. So I experienced a bucket list that you would not be able to achieve today. Wow. Yeah. Once you got your bucket list, did you feel like life wasn't worth living? Uh, n- no. <laughs> it's just, the, a bucket fits more than one thing in the list. Oh yeah, it is a list. <laughs> well, what we're learning is some people think of bucket list stuff as like what's your ultimate fantasy, and some people think a bucket list of like stuff I definitely want to do check off my list and then some people think of it as like just something that they want and that they know they're gonna get kind of thing I don't know bucket list I'm interested to see the range my I don't really have a I've never been like I'm not that adventurous like I don't want to jump off an airplane I don't want to hike 
Malkinjaro or whatever it is. Um, Manjaro, Ozempic, Manjaro. I don't like. I don't really like doing things. Um, I would like to go to Japan, but I don't feel like that's a bucket list. I feel like that's just I want to travel to Japan. That's a bucket list. Okay. Literally. Now, first of all, the first thing that I want you to play, Chris, will help to calm you down. Okay. On the seriousness of the term bucket list. Okay. Because this is perhaps a little known fact that somebody uh, dialed in with. So can you just play number one? I like how the dialers are going rogue in the, in the no, messages. No, no, this is, this, is, this is 100% relevant. Uh, Chris, can you play a number one, please? Okay, first of all, have you guys heard that the term bucket list was only coined from the movie The Bucket List that came out in like 2000-something? I thought that was crazy when I heard that. Anyways... Um, something on my bucket list is to experience pregnancy and have a baby because I think that as a woman, I'd be missing out if I didn't. I also feel like I'd kind of be missing out if I never experienced being in a coma, but that's not necessarily on my bucket list. Um, yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Um, so uh, first off, not that I want to dismiss the fact that she wants to have a baby, but I did put this first because she talks about the fact that bucket list is just something that comes from a movie. Yes. And people think that it's like a term that's been around forever, but it's literally made up from that movie. I didn't know about the movie. Is it yeah, in the 80s? Yeah, it's with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, oh. I believe. And uh, it, 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 the, the guy that wrote the movie t- took the term bucket list from you know being related to kick the bucket. Oh, so like you're dying and what are things you want to do? Yeah, but the, but the term, it just it has nothing, you know, it's not like a historical thing. Yeah. So like there's really no reason to think, oh God, like what is a bucket list? Because in actual fact, it's just whatever because it's not a serious thing. It's capitalism. Things to do before you die. Things to do before you die, yeah. I'm trying to think like if I had six months, knock on wood, if I had six months. Um, honestly, it's not about where you are, it's who you're with. I want to be with you. That's your bucket list? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, you, you, that's it's pretty pretty solid chance you're going to achieve that, <laughs> you know, and which is great because if you kick the bucket tomorrow, you will have lived your your the fullness of your life. Isn't that wonderful? It's wonderful to have such such simple dreams. But in actual fact, you know, you would like to maybe like star in a movie, perhaps like yeah yeah because like essentially a bucket list is just a collection would, of your desires. I would like to be in a movie. A bucket of desire. Yeah, I'd love, I would like to be in a movie. Because it also, it's like goals, but also it's whatever. But like, I'm interested to see how people took it dirty and violent. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, Hannah and Dez. Love the pod. I'm turning My right. My bucket list <laughs> is that I want to be gangbang <laughs> so badly. I want cocks everywhere. I want one in my mouth. I want one in my ass. I want one in my pussy. Fuck it. Just cover me in cocks and jizz. Just really, really want it. Yeah, so. she's driving her kids to school. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's a, a lot of people are doing this while driving. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she literally because like it's you can't. I mean, I guess she could have just pulled over and she had the indicator on, but I I feel like I she feel was like these turning. people are on the highway for sure. And listen, somebody with a, with a with a bucket list item like that is probably not so concerned about safety. This <laughs> no, this is my thing, and I'm not. Hey, I, I think it's great. You know, yeah. that's like a fantasy. But this is the thing: go on Craigslist tonight, and you could get gang banged. Go to a frat house, and you could get gang banged. Yeah, I mean, go anywhere, and you could get gang banged. 
Yeah, but you know, you want to you want to sort of like try to up the. Obviously, she's not that worried about safety if she's like recording while turning. Yeah. But you you'd want to up the safety factor. Yeah, you want it to be, I guess, the ideal gangbang situation. It probably takes a lot of administrative work to get a gangbang organized. But I guess I'm gonna have- be honest. I haven't really watched porn gangbangs because. I don't like t- too many dicks in it. Like, it's aggressive to me. Yes. However, I totally understand wanting attention. Yeah. And that is the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. If attention, if if if, if, atten- if your attention uh, measure is dicks. <laughs> the Gen Zs would call it a little pick-me energy. Like, pick-me. Yeah, that's, that's a little pick-me. <laughs> yeah. But gangbang, it's like, the star has arrived. <laughs> Everybody line up, get your positions. I'm here. <laughs> That's great, you know. I mean, I I, I th- now here's the thing about that, right? In terms of like bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's very achievable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like a lot of times with bucket list, it's like this is something that I may not be able to achieve. The problem is that she needs to just get the bravery to organize that. Because like, that is organizable. I think there's in New York City tons of sex parties happening. Yes. Like at this moment, someone's yes. having an orgy. Yes. Um, and it there is a crew where it's quite socially acceptable to do yeah and also she can like uh she can join the lifestyle mm-hmm. if you heard of you know about the lifestyle is that like swinging yeah swinging the utah they, moms they, do they, it they call it the lifestyle yeah and uh she could just like find herself in because you don't have to be married she could just be like hey listen like yeah. i my thing is i want numerous men at mm-hmm. the same time maybe for someone with adhd it's actually kind of good because like you get a little bored with doggy and then you start you know jerking someone off and the next thing you know you got like a, a dick in your nose and it's just like it's always exciting there's something going on everywhere you turn yeah i mean it's 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 a fetish really i would have put that in the fetish episode but you know it's bucket list for her you know she's gonna need a bucket <laughs> you're gonna need a bucket with that many dicks but uh that's funny that was funny. Thank you. Yeah, that was funny. Okay, next gangbang. Hi, Hannah and Des. Um, something on my bucket list is to punch someone in the <laughs> face, which um, obviously I've been punched in the face before just based on my personality. But Obviously? I, I don't want to do it for no reason. If someone were to commit some big injustice or something or insult someone at a bar, I would love to be the hero and punch them. I don't know why. <laughs> I probably won't ever do it. I'm not pro-violence. It just seems like a life experience worth having. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't put this in. Anyway, love the pod. Bye. <laughs> this Too bad. girl sounds like the sweetest little yeah. angel. So the fact that she very quickly skipped over the fact that she's obviously been punched in the face before. I'm a loud, sarcastic person living in New York City. And I've never, knock on wood, never once been punched in the face by anyone. Yeah, the fact that she was like, obviously I've been punched in the face. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's like has an older brother or older sister. Because yeah. I feel like that happens. Like, I'm the older one, so I didn't get punched. Okay, well, obviously, I've been punched. <laughs> but uh, before we before we carry on, Chris, I have a question. I don't know if I left it in. So one of the reasons why I had to put this in, there, there was a lot of people with punch in the face. Did I, at the bottom, at the bottom do I have a short? Yeah, there's another one. Okay, let me hear. Okay, this sounds so weird, but I have always wanted to punch someone in the face. Like, I'm a quiet person and everything. But like sometimes, you know, you're out at a bar, someone pisses you off, you're like, mm, a couple drinks in, I want to punch you in the face. I've never done it. Always wanted to. I feel like it'd be so satisfying. So, so, so that's I love two. It's this calm, sweet little girls. But that's two of many. Yeah. 
And I, honestly, every time, because you know, you know how I do these is I read the transcript first. Uh -huh. Every time I thought it was going to be a guy and it was never a guy. Yeah, because men already are out here punching everything. <laughs> Girls are like, maybe once I want to punch something. But I get it. I get it because it's like. Because you've punched people at bars no, before. No, <laughs> I get the fantasy of like just being like, I'm just going to like knock this yeah. person out. Well, I think one person, the fantasy was like, somebody's being an asshole and I come up and I just punch him in the face. Yeah. Because like you kind of see it's, that in movies. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a fantasy of movies where you just see clock and the person drops down. I actually saw Ansel Horses. It was this amazing scene where these two people are talking and this guy is just like putting together a bowl of ice and he puts the bowl of ice down, turns, punches the guy and then puts his hand in the bowl of ice that he'd been like putting together during the chat. And I realized people don't talk about when you punch something, it fucks up your hand. Like your hand is bleeding or broke. I mean, one of my roommates back in the day punched a wall as men do. And he had to go to the hospital because he broke his fucking hand because he hit like, he didn't hit the drywall. He hit like the metal part. Yes. Um. Anyway, I would like the power to like be like someone punch that person, but I don't want my hand to be hurt because my hands, my little hooves, my little nubby yeah. fingers, I don't want to hurt them. Yeah, it's very impractical. And in all these fantasies, in all these bucket lists that have come through, none of them have accepted that they will probably end up with somebody wanting to punch them back. <laughs> so, so the bucket list is, I want to knock somebody out yeah. cold, which is yeah. actually very hard to do. Yeah. It's very easy to do in the movies, but unfortunately when you punch somebody, more often than not, they're going to like punch you back. Or, uh -huh. probably it worse, you're going to get arrested. Yeah, or you end up in that weird, awkward wrestling thing where you're just like kind of falling on each other because you're drunk. Oh, yeah. I do think I'm, I hate... I can't even like watch any violence. So just the idea of like me like breaking someone's nose or something like grosses me out. Like I, mid punch, I'd be like, oh, that's disgusting. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I, mean, I, I do think some people definitely would be better people if they were punched in the face before. Like I'll meet some people and I'm like, this motherfucker's never been punched in the face. You sound like every comedian over 50. <laughs> so I'll tell you the problem with these Gen Z, they've never been punched. It's obvious to me that they've never been punched. I think. Hi, Hannah and Des. My bucket list item is to throw a full drink on a man <laughs> in a bar that says something sideways to me. Because how fun and how thrilling would it be to just be out at a bar wearing your best outfit, your hair looks great, you look great, you've had a couple dirty martinis, some man says something super fucking weird to you, something that just like hits you in the right way after a couple dirties, and you just throw your whole fucking drink on him, and then the rest of the bar, it's whatever he did is so annoying that the rest of the bar is like, claps, fuck yeah, he <laughs> deserved that, and then someone immediately buys you a new drink, and that man leaves and he's been shamed because <laughs> I don't know what he needs to do in order for me to do that. But how fun would it be to just empty a full drink on an asshole? I love in how bar. in so, depth anyway. that story went. She knew exactly what she wanted to do. I put them together, actually. I forgot. Sorry, I forgot yeah. to say that. I put them together deliberately because yeah. there's a lot of like, there's a lot of violence in bars fantasies that came in, like it, tons. It's definitely giving like a movie scene though, or yes. like reality TV moment where it's like, but the thing is, is throwing a drink, because I've seen it happen. It doesn't, 
hit as hard because it just like kind of splatters. Yeah, and the problem is that like three or four other people get wet. Yeah, they get everyone's wet. It's like awkward. Like you look like the asshole. You look like the asshole. Couldn't you just call this guy an asshole and (laughs) saved me having red wine all over my? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And then like you lose your drink. It doesn't. It never works out as much as the movie. Same with a punch. Like it's never as smooth as how you think it's gonna go. Um, I do remember though. This just brings me back to college. I had a good night at a bar involved with spilling a drink because this guy was very drunk and annoying everyone. And he came up to me and he went to hug me and he poured his whole drink down my back and he realized it. And he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, here's my, um, here's my card. Like, get anything you want or something. I was like, okay. And I bought like all my friends' drinks at the bar. It's like three dollar drinks, but like I, everyone was like clapping and stuff because I was like drinks on Kevin, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, like and he was cool with it. Yeah, because he like messed up, but I also think he was blackout. <laughs> <laughs> but he like literally gave me his card. He's like, buy whatever you want. Um, I would have ran out of that barn. <laughs> went to the ski shop. <laughs> would have ran out of the barn. Went to the ski shop, knowing that nothing was coming my way. The thing was skiing. Skiing has so many accessories. I don't even know where to start. Have you ever thrown a drink on somebody? No. I have not. Oh, my bad. <laughs> what? Chris? Chris? Sassy swear, Chris was like, yeah, man. He's getting defensive. I feel like you have. Chris, have you thrown a drink on somebody? No, I I've no, never thrown I a like, drink on anyone. I've never thrown a drink. I've really never, and I've never had a physical altercation. Oh, God. I wish I could say that. I've had numerous. I won't bore the listener. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so boring. No, but I've been beat. I've been beaten numerous times. Like, un, un, I've got punched numerous times for no reason. I mean, it's just, it's just part of being a guy. Was it, <laughs> was it no reason? No, no. I mean, trust me, I've been punched for reasons. I was giving you, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying the only times I've been punched, I've been punched for no reason. I'm saying there have been times where I have had violence inflicted on me for no reason. I also have this fantasy that like, knock on wood, if I was in a fight with a man, that I would get scrappy and figure it out. And Tess is like, no, you won't. And I'm like, I'm going to poke him in the eyes and kick him in the balls. And I was like, I really think that I can do it. But then whenever I fight with my brother, he'll just hold He'll just hold me yeah. and I can't get out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and getting kicked in the nuts hurts. But like, not as, like, it's not as like, end of the fight as is perceived. Do you know what I'll do if I want to beat a guy in a fight? I'll just give him blue balls. (laughs) Neither say it's great that you've, it's great that you've never been, it's great that you've never been punched. Chris, what did you do to get punched? Uh, Just fights and stuff. There was one time where I was, uh, a girl punched me (gasps) hard, but it was because we were both hammered and we're like very good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I don't know what happened. We were just talking shit and I was like, yeah, just fucking punch me. And she's like, don't say that. I will. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, do it. Dude, she fucking rocked me. In the face? In the face? Oh my God. I I was like, I felt myself like starting to go down. I was like, can't go down, can't go down. (laughs) And I did it. But she was a personal trainer, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I picked a bad one. Yeah. yeah. Never got me down, Ray. Actually, I do remember there's always that thing with your sibling where you do the like fake punch where you just like punch really close to their face. And I think every now and then I like actually hit my brother literally be like, what the fuck? Or we'd be like pretend punching close. (laughs) Well, every time myself and my brother's pretend fought was basically. uh, Someone broke an arm. No, it was. I guaranteed it was turning into a real fight. Like, <laughs> why, why are we pretending that this fake fight isn't becoming real? If every, every pretend fight we ever had was pretending to be pretend because it was always going to be You're like, real. wouldn't it be crazy if we like 
Pretend. Wouldn't it be crazy if we actually maintained the pretending until the end? Because it's not going to happen. Like all our wrestling, you know, we like yeah, we wrestling, wrestling. Every wrestling fight turned into a real fight. Because someone goes a little too far. Well, we always went too far. We got up on, on top of my mother's dresser and like did a full Jimmy Superfly snooker, broke the bed. My father came down. But one time he's like, my back is killing me. Yeah, I was like, Oh, and he's like, yeah, there's something wrong with the bed. <laughs> it's like, it turned out we had we had snapped the fucking bed frame completely. Actually, my brother and I were doing that, like jumping out of bed and like pushing each other. And there was this big wooden, um, what's it called? Head. Headboard. Headboard, thank you. And my brother like fell into it. And his he literally had a tooth mark in the bed, in the in the wood. And you could like see his little tooth. <laughs> and it was his baby tooth. And he had like a, a black tooth for like a while. <laughs> but his tooth mark is still in their bed frame. It's so cute. Oh, that's kind of nice. No, normally people have like Daniel, five, uh, four foot seven. Instead, it's like Daniel, fucking idiot. <laughs> when Daniel was being a fucking fool. Well, I would always do something like, look what I could do. And I do like a cartwheel. And then he was like two years younger. So then he would just like chuck himself and hurt himself. And I'd be like, grow up, like figure it out. I mean, I, I the, the amount of like, uh, accidentally violent mistakes we had growing up with us is insane. Yeah. One time, my brother was like, you know, like <laughs> holding the door, trying to get me to not open it. And of course, like I'm like I bashed through, and the, the doorknob hits him like right in the face. It was like a, you had to go to the hospital. Anyway, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it Just is. being young. Just being young and stupid. Oh. All I'm saying is that. If if we have kids, we're getting a trampoline for a bed because like <laughs> I feel like trampolines is where everyone breaks something. Yeah, my father broke his back on a trampoline. Oh Jesus! Anyway, we're done with the violence. We're done with the violence. Violence over. Enough of violence. Hey Hannah and Des, um, love the pod. Something that is on my bucket list is that I want to have sex with somebody on every single continent. Ideally, someone from that continent. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm so far four for seven. I think I'm doing pretty well, but any advice for Antarctica would be greatly appreciated. Love you. Bye. <laughs> but four for seven, not bad. Not, not bad, bad, not bad. I do like the idea of like have, hooking up with someone from a different culture in their culture and get that like experience, that eat, pray, love type thing. And then I would love her to write a book and yeah. compare everyone. Yeah, it's, it, you know, the reality is that number one, She's not going to be able to achieve seven for seven in terms of people from that place unless she fucks a penguin. So Antarctica is she's not going to find a person there. So uh, I I feel uh, like the Antarctica one is easy to achieve in that she just needs to like book an Antarctic exhibition with somebody who is willing to have sex with her in Antarctica. Yeah. Because, like, she's not going to go to Antarctica and, like, hang out with, like, climate change researchers and be mm -hmm. like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, maybe they're hot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's hot. Maybe she can provide a service. Like, have you been stuck in Antarctica, you know, <laughs> trying to measure the, the level of glacial retreat? Uh, here's someone that can take away some stress. I just imagine, like, her obituary being like, she's fucked someone in every single continent and she lived life to the fullest. Yes. <laughs> so she's four for seven. She didn't say which continent. Uh, I feel like it, it's that that's not hard to achieve. Good for, it's, that, that, to me, that's a real bucket list. That's like that's like a proper bucket list thing. This is what I want to achieve before I die. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like your own little Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, but it's got a goal element to it, which I like too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like 
It's like a challenge that she's challenged. I wonder herself. if you tell the person. The problem you're is with. that she's going to have an issue. She can't get married unless, because I feel like if she gets married and then she has sex in those other continents with her husband, I feel like that's not really that's not that won't really fill the bucket. Well. I like thinking that some of these people are the same people. So if she's the gangbang girl, she has a lot of different guys she can go with. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's earring fell off. Just in case people are wondering what happened. Hannah's earring fell off and bounced across the table. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know how that happened either, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess if if she was the gangbang girl, then she would like try to go to the United Nations to get gangbanged. You know, I, I, I don't know. So, Boutress, get those miles, my, girl. My fantasy is to be gangbanged by Boutress, Boutress, Gally, and Kofi and Man. Sorry. Let's face it, the holidays are stressful, and under our ugly Christmas sweaters, we're full of sweat because <laughs> we're cooking, we're getting gifts, we're trying to tape those gifts together, we're stressing about seeing family members who stress us out. And honestly, everything is sweat. And also, you wear a lot of clothes because it's cold outside, and the second you go in, the heat is just pumping, and next thing you know, you're a little insecure that you might be a little bit smelly. Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and beyond. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long. Because we're busy. We're running around. We don't have time to reapply all the time. Thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've gotten over 275 five-star reviews to show for it. I personally love Lumi. I love the scents that they have. They have toasted coconut lavender sage fresh alpine clean tangerine also the peony rose is so nice and it's strong so it's not like some deodorants that smell for like one second and the next thing you know you're like oh my gosh that's my bo with like a weird scent combined in it no lumi make sure that you are not smelling you don't want to be that girl ruining the holiday party Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code BURN, B-E-R-N, at lumipodcast.com. That's L-U-M-E podcast.com. That equates to over 40% of your starter pack when you visit lumipodcast.com and use the code BURN, B-E-R-N. Hi, Hannah and Des. Love the pod. Um, this was funny because I was thinking like, oh, there's so much that I want to do. I wouldn't even write it down. But at the top of my list right now, um, my bucket list, it would be to get my mom to go to therapy. Oh, my God. Um, because... <laughs> You're just super toxic and, you know, kind of over it. Um, so, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. I just, I, I, lo I, I love that, man. That was, that was a close to my heart, that one, I could tell you. I loved it. <laughs> that, that is such a funny bucket list. <laughs> it's not really a bucket list, but I, it's a great topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a great topic. Oh, my God. But I do think there comes some self-awareness where you finally see your parent as a human someone who's living life for the first time as well and you realize that some of their stuff is just their own shit yeah and it's not you some need therapy more than others true that, that, that's what i would say true you know my bucket list item is for my mom to go to therapy. <laughs> i mean my, 
my mother did quite a bit of work on herself before she died, so I, I appreciate her her desire. But it's also interesting. It's like she doesn't want materialistic things for her bucket list. She wants the energy around her to be cleansed. Yes. Which I like. I do like. But I will say that it's not a guarantee that your mother will fulfill your bucket list desire. So make sure that you know that you can live your life to the full, regardless of whether that happens or not. But that may require you to detach with love, as they say in the codependency industry. Well, did you just tell her to cut her mom off? No, I said detach with love. If, that sounds like what Gwyneth Paltrow said when she tried to divorce her husband. Oh, what did they say? They were conscious um, uncoupling. Conscious uncoupling. <laughs> we're detaching with love. Yes. I mean, it actually, it comes from like, detaching with love comes from actually like the, the addiction, you know, uh, when you're like, you need to um, uh, free yourself from like somebody's addictive behaviors. Mm. But I think it, 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 it toxic parents, mm -hmm. you know, adult children of alcoholics and stuff like that, all that toxic stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a good expression. Not to, not to lower the vibe, mm -hmm. you know, because it was a funny bucket list, yes. but also I think a lot of people will be in that situation. And we are more the generation where like, I even think me growing up still like hearing someone was in therapy was like, oh, they're like fucked up. Where like now everyone's like, you're not in therapy? Like it's I more know. like going. And I mean, maybe it's a little people love to use therapy words a little too much sometimes. However, our parents definitely were not like in a situation where everyone was like, definitely go to therapy. It definitely enhances your life. So some parents, I, I do know some parents, like I think they see their kids going to therapy and they're like, oh, I want to try that too. Yeah. Can I just say one thing personal? Mm -hmm. I don't like to compare our parents, but my mother needed therapy more than yours. <laughs> 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 but, but she did it in the end. But all I'm saying Did your is, mom go to therapy in the end? Oh, she did a lot, man. Wow. She did a lot. I talk about that at the end of me and Mama. She did a lot. Very impressive at the end. Wow. Very impressive at the end. It's never too late. Because, you know, the grief of losing my dad and everything, she really did a lot of work on herself at the end, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Probably not enough for her own sense. I don't think she died with the... I don't think she died with the, uh, the true sense of peace. She, I don't think she'd 100% come to terms with, with her life, mm -hmm. you know? Perhaps with, with regret that she might have had. But uh, certainly she, she, she did an impressive amount towards the end. Wow. You know, like and that. everybody, you know, and, and the other great thing about that is it, it gives you a, a chance to have compassion and empathy for your parent from the point of view of what they went through. Yeah. You know, so yeah. hopefully one day this person, this caller, this dialer has the same experience. That was beautiful. So I had to put on my NPR you, voice. I was about to say that's your NPR voice. <laughs> I had to go NPR at the end. Sorry. Des puts on NPR um, before he goes to sleep and it really puts me to sleep. It really, they're so calming, their voices. I mean, God, Hannah, it's the Daily by the New York Times. It's not NPR. <laughs> God, Hannah. <laughs> I have no idea what he's listening to, but it's boring as fuck. <laughs> Hi, Hannah and Des. Love the podcast. Um, and not something that's on my bucket list, which is like never going to happen because I'm nowhere near <laughs> close to doing this, is writing a movie, winning an Oscar, and then giving a speech at the Academy Awards um, and thanking all my haters, <laughs> but also thanking <laughs> go, go, all of go. my teachers that have brought me so far. Um, okay. Okay. This, you know, this makes me worked up. Do it. Do it. Well, the, the writing the movie part, do it. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing. If if you want to win it, I love doing this and I'm very passionate about it. Yeah, the dream is to win an Oscar and give that speech and say, fuck all you haters. I love that. That's at top. What's the next thing you have to do to win an Oscar? You have to write a great movie. What do you have to do to write a great movie? And you just literally go back step by step by step by step until the smallest little thing, and you do that today. You take that action. You take that. It's just a bunch of little actions because people see win an Oscar and they get overwhelmed and they don't want to do it. Where like 90% of life is people just choosing to go for it. I really think that is like the biggest block of people just talking themselves out of it. You live one life. Go write that fucking script, bitch. Yeah, I mean, that was, I think that might be the best advice I've ever heard you give. To oh my break God. it down to the simplest action and then do that action. That's what I do. I, I, I'm constantly chasing goals, but I chase very small day-to-day little goals. And then you look back after a year and you're like, holy shit, I did a lot. But I love, what I love is that her immediate, <laughs> her, all, her goal is really... Just to Revenge. make the speech and thank my haters. So I do have to say, I said Coco Goff when she was saying it because we're big fans of Coco Goff. She's a tennis player and she's such great sportsmanship. She always holds her head high. She's extremely polite and she f- finally wins a major and she basically like out of nowhere is like, thanks for everyone for trying to put, you know, what did she say? gas God, putting what? gas on my whatever and she basically was like because you know she goes no i almost want it can you can, can you can you google her speech because it was so good okay i found it so those who thought they were really putting water on my fire you were really adding gas to it and now i'm really burning so bright right now <laughs> Ooh, that feels so good i mean we joke on giggly squad we we like to get motivated based on revenge we don't care what the chip on your shoulder is from you use that for yourself but what i'm working on that I would argue is good for other people too is yes, use that stuff to motivate you. But if you're focusing too much on like the negative stuff people are saying, it actually will start to consume you. So like you use it as a little bit of a push, but then you, you, you at the end of the day, the ultimate win is you like not even giving a fuck about your haters. The reality is that the haters are the haters like the hate. And actually if you thank your haters, it's really just a victory to the haters because then they know that they, they got, got to, to you. you. Yeah, you it's like I mean? if you put your energy towards them, even saying their name or acknowledging them, it it empowers them. Yeah. And all you're doing is moving those haters onto somebody else anyway. And like what I realize a lot in life is like a lot of time people are just trying to get reactions out of you. And once you realize you don't have to react, like that's fucking powerful. But I have to say, Coco, when you first made it, you you 100% have the right to say thank I, you to my haters. In the moment, it was like really beautiful. No, we loved, loved it. it. We support it. We love it. 100%. Uh, can I can I just say that uh, if I have this is for our Aussie listeners, okay? okay? Which we have some. Yes. I always said that if I won an Oscar or any award like that, the first thing I'd say is this is going straight to the pool room which only Aussies will get if they were obsessed with the castle like I was. I feel like that would be so you to like have that moment and instead choose to do like a very specific inside joke. Yeah, but it would be it would be, <laughs> it would be legendary in Australia. <laughs> it would be legendary. I do have to say, what's your opinion on bucket lists or just goals of like winning an award? Because I've well, that's because the problem is that it's it's subjective. You know, I think awards are so political. I agree, and, and it's so like. I don't like you'll see like for example Taylor Swift did not get any Grammy nominations for her Reputation album which looking back 
was one of her best albums. She did it during like the darkest time. It was iconic. But at the time, she was not like that popular. She got zero Grammy nominations. And then now this she got like 100 Grammy nominations. Yeah. And everyone's realizing that reputation was like incredible. Yeah. And Martin Scorsese like helped to transform cinema, but like wasn't honored with an award for like the longest time. You know, yeah. awards are nonsense. However, uh, there is... It's 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 an honor to be awarded. Yeah, I think so. awards are a good just like side effect of the actual goal you want, but you can't make the award. Yeah, I I never really I I I never I I only ever thought about like you know what I would say in my my speech for certain things, but I would say something embarrassing. I would like freeze and forget. Like I I'd embarrass myself. I'd you just thank the people you thank. Yeah, I. I hope I would keep it. You know what? I would keep it short and hopefully get one laugh, and then yeah. I'm out. Brevity, brevity is key. We're very passionate about short speeches. But anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully you write you write a movie. When you win an Oscar, thank us. And when you win an Oscar, you'll be like, you know what? I never thought I could do this, and then Hannah Birdie <laughs> broke it down for me. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to say thank you to my haters. <laughs> <laughs> and go go go! Um. Oh yeah, I love that one. Hi Hannah. Hi Des. So my bucket list item has always been to get fucked in a hot air balloon. <laughs> well, it originally was to lose my virginity in a hot air balloon, but then I, I ended up losing it <laughs> in the backseat of a car. So then that didn't work out. So now I just really want to have sex in one. I don't know. It's just, I feel like it would just be perfect. Like the breeze hitting your face and like... The scenic views while getting back shots. I just, I don't know. It just seems like a dream. But then I don't, I've never really tried to actually do it because there's, you have to have someone driving the, <laughs> the balloon. And that would be pretty awkward to, yeah. I, I don't know. It's always been on my like bucket list and thought you guys would maybe <laughs> like that. What? Fuck the balloon driver. You gotta, yeah, you gotta have an he's affair with the, driving. you gotta have a, yeah, but you, you, you gotta be careful because he's gotta do the, you know, the, yeah, like, it's actually really loud, you know, you have to do the, the, the gas thing, like, you know. First, I just envisioned her, like, waiting to lose her virginity for a hot air balloon, like, having situations yeah. and being like, no, like, I want to wait, and they're like, are you waiting for marriage? And they're like, no, I'm waiting for a hot air hot balloon. balloon. <laughs> and like, was she trying to set it up? Like, how's, there's a lot of logistics. Also, it's small up there. I I don't even know. I've never been in. I've, I've never, never been, been in near it. a hot air balloon. Definitely, she's not afraid of heights. There's the thing with sex is like sex is difficult in bed. So like, how is it going to be better in a outdoor uh, flamethrower? Yeah, she's just excited by the vast expanse of the sky and the freedom. But yeah, there's going to be okay. Some if guy. you want the vast expanse of the sky, do it while skydiving. He's you're like, he, you yeah. yeah. He's behind you anyway. Put it a little. Do a little anal. <laughs> don't have a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, to, let's be honest. That has to be a quickie. He can last two minutes. You get to the bottom. That would be crazy. Imagine he comes when you when you land. <laughs> I would want him to be focusing on the landing more than <laughs> coming. You know, you've never skydived, right? No, and oh, I'm yeah. not going yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to. This is uh, this is a good uh, this is a good bucket list. That I mean, this very is very fun. achievable. But yeah, you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to. Tip the guy and be like, "Listen, you're gonna have to not watch us having uh, having sex." Very funny. Did she say back shots too? Back shots. Did she mean like he came on her back? I, I, 
Did she mean that? Yeah, I think it was just like getting fucked from behind. Oh, that's, what oh, I, that's what I took. That's what I shots. took from it as well. I'm like, what are the kids saying these days? Yeah. What are the kids doing? But there's a lot going on with the gas and everything. So I don't know how, you know, I but it's a great it's a great bucket list. Honestly, it is quite romantic now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. To be up there floating along. There's no one besides the driver. The whole world, do you know, it, below you. Do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Do Actually, you know, you yeah. know what? You know what I think we should do? Start an OnlyFans? No. <laughs> no, I think that we should. Uh, Us arguing in bed. This should be our first project. Like you know, the podcast always do these things. Like oh, we're 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 gonna do this crazy thing. We should organize this girl to have sex in a hot air balloon. But what we need is we need a we need a hot air balloon guy that's like very sexually open, you know. Hi, Hannah does the one thing on my bucket list at least right now, top of the list, top of mine is that I just want a threesome so bad. My fiance and I are like definitely on the same page about it, but have yet to execute. Mostly because it feels like a lot of admin, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Let us know if you have any tips. You want to cross this one off our list? Bye. I, I don't. I don't have any tips. I just had to put it in because we got like twelve or thirty. Like mm-hmm. we so many threesomes came in. Mm-hmm. I had to represent it because yeah. it was so representative of yeah. like what was coming in. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely doable. That's so doable. That's literally like something that if that's something you guys want to try, you have to like get that out of the way asap. Maybe. I haven't ever organized it, but maybe like a, I do think there's a lot of dating apps for that. Yeah. Where like you literally don't have to, like you literally have a screening process and people who are like looking to be a third. Yeah. And I think it it, it has to be, her comfort is, uh, her comfort is more important than like, he's going to be fine. She <laughs> needs to find the right person for her, you know? But did she make clear if she wanted another woman or another man? I can't remember. No. no. Oh yeah. But so she that, said he's down. Yeah, he's down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's still not clear if it's a man or a woman. Yeah, but regardless, oh, because you're saying if it's a man, he should choose. That's weird. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> say that. No, I was just saying I, I wasn't sure. Uh, you know what she wanted. No, <laughs> she, she should choose regardless. But yeah, I do think going the dating app route. But he has is to have safest. a say. Obviously, if it's a man, he has to have a say on. Yeah. What what uh, how, how much interaction he wants on his side from the third party. Yeah. You know, so yeah. obviously. I mean, we could start. A secret sex club of burner phone dialers who are clearly very horny. Yeah, we could well, just you... court a Facebook group, get them all together. Yeah, because they all have the same sense of humor. Call, call it the fuck it list. <laughs> fuck it list. That's really funny. This is not the bucket list. It's the fuck it yeah. list. <laughs> the and the punch it list. Yeah. So, um, but but come on, this is like this just has to be done. We, we wait for a progress report. I Go love... online, Google it. Like, how do I find um, you know a safe third person for a threesome in my marriage slash relationship yeah, you'll find it it's hard in a bar yeah and it's also like i you know we don't know where people live so like in new york it's super easy because you can go to these like sex parties uh but i just know because when we were doing the shift with katie i interviewed uh, a couple from the lifestyle and um like there's just there's these groups in like every city in america yeah. every city in america has but maybe they don't want to fully sexually... commit into being like part of the but You don't lifestyle. have to. You don't have yeah. to, but you can, those people will help you to find somebody. Yeah. You know, unless you want it to be random. If part of your fan, if part of your fantasy is like just meeting somebody and taking them home, then mm-hmm. you just have to, that's a hard one. This is actually very similar to winning an Oscar in that 
you know, the goal is the threesome. Let's see all the little steps you have to take to get there. And the hardest thing is that first step. Yeah. Now, do you, do you remember, um, Hannah's not just a life coach. She's a sex coach. She's a sex therapist as well. Do you remember, uh, the, when you were on the apps, don't you recall seeing times where you could see people requesting that they were in a relationship, but they were looking for somebody to. Yeah. On Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember seeing that. I've def and I've gotten a couple, like I matched with a guy and then he'll be like, Hey, I'm actually in a relationship. Are you interested in joining? Yes. And I said, let's make it a happy family. Hello, Hannah and Des Giggler here from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, Hannah, I wish you were coming to Oz so bad. Anyway, my bucket list item would have to be going on Antiques Roadshow and being <laughs> told that my crummy little hand-me-down or brick and brack from what we call an op shop here, you guys call a thrift, thrift shop, mm -hmm. uh, is worth a whopping <laughs> half a million dollars or not even that, a few thousand pounds, whatever. <laughs> and it's from like Rasputin's private collection or something. <laughs> That's so much to ask. Sometimes I go around to Nana and Pa's house and I'm like, what looks pre-war here? <laughs> anyway, bye. I did have a time where I was watching those shows on like True TV or whatever oh, it was. Because right. I wasn't sure how familiar you were with the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, no, it's great because they like will just find like an old watch and you could tell like it's either going to be worth $12 million or like throw it in the trash. Yes. And that tension is very good TV. Um, My bucket list. Did they do it in the States? They They had a different like white trash one in the states oh they did like it literally was like what what was it called i think it was called the same thing no? oh it was oh, antique yeah, roadshow i know but the guys were hilarious because they were just these like they all look like bodyguards with like tattoos what was it called oh we're good um but i totally forgot my bucket list in terms of like is japan and australia i want to go to australia so fucking bad and i almost was able to but i didn't do it but I'm going to go. Oh, with you're definitely going to go. That's I'm definitely going to go. I'm going to have shows in Melbourne, and I I'm afraid when I go, I'm not going to leave. Amen. Because also, I, mean, I, I, I want to stay long enough that I start getting like a weird Aussie American accent. Yeah, I mean, every time I've been in Australia, I've been like, I, I could live here. Oh my I god, totally my here. parents will get so mad at us. Yeah, it's too far. The, the, the issue is it's too far. But you know, you'll you'll have your trips there and you'll have a good time. Don't worry. Maybe we'll retire there. And, and we can go and scuba dive in the Great Barrier Reef, which came in numerous times. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I included that one. But oh, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, put it in. Why not? It's been mentioned now. Might as well mention it. Hi, Hannah and Des. I love the podcast so much. My bucket list item is to go to Australia and scuba dive the Great Barrier Reef. It has to be because of Finding Nemo. I am convinced <laughs> that, you know, I love my family, but I'm convinced that I was taken from like an Australian family and I just need to make my homage back home. And it's okay that there's a lot of dangerous animals there because I know I will die happy. <laughs> I actually have scuba dived in the Great Barrier Reef. How was it? Well, I, I'm not a, I don't have a patty. I'm not like a, I'm not allowed to scuba dive officially, but they, they do these introductory dives that you can do. So, I mean, I was, I was underwater with scuba gear and I saw Nemo and like they, the guy had like a, like a writing pad or like a, you know, like a thing that he showed us. Cause obviously he can't talk. And he was like Nemo. Cause we did see a clownfish. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, the, the, not just the scuba diving, but 
putting my face in the water because I was snorkeling originally, putting my face in the water off one of those pontoons out in the middle of nowhere in the Great Barrier Reef was like one of the coolest experiences of my life. It literally felt like I entered into like a different realm. Wow. And it's sad that it's slowly being bleached because it is one of it is one of the more beautiful things that I've ever seen. Bleached, you said? Yeah, the Great Barrier Reef is slowly being destroyed by global warming and yeah. you know chemical, you know, just stuff in the yeah. water. Uh, uh, so it was it was incredible, honestly, wow. incredible. Once I went with my dad on vacation and there were barracudas and they were like, "You guys got to get out," and I'm like, "This is stressful. Yeah, this is supposed to be a vacation." There was like a ton of them. We were like, "Okay, check please." But the thing about uh, Great Barrier Reef is that you had to wear a stinger, a stinger suit, because they have. Uh, they have blue bottle jellyfish that kill you. They sting you. Well, every, so uh, you, the blue bottles are very dangerous. Everyone does joke though, like if if Shane Gillis and a special jokes, like anything bad could happen, and it's funny when Australians are doing like nay, like she's like if I die in Australia, at least I'll be happy. Like everything is silly. Yes, <laughs> you can't take anything seriously. Yeah. I I love the accent. I think it's great. And I, I actually a TikTok came up today. I don't know if you saw that because there was a bad flood somewhere in Australia. Mm -hmm. And there was this like, you know, real like, yeah, real Aussie black. <laughs> and he's like up to his waist in water, <laughs> leaning on his fence. And like the rescue people come and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. There's people down there. There's people down there. You might want to check on them. He's like, yeah, yeah, we got them. They're good. They told us to check on you. He's like, yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, nah. He says, he says, yeah, nah. Which is a, like, that's the comedians always, if they're going to do like an Aussie accent, I was like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. But he literally was like, yeah, nah, I'm good, mate. <laughs> Just up to my fucking waist in water. Probably gonna get eaten by a crook. I'm all right, mate. Got a fucking leech going up my ass right now, but that was on my bucket list. <laughs> Got a leech up my ass. I don't know what. Anyway, is there any more? Sorry. I, 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 oh, okay. Wow. I can't believe we got through them all. I, I numbered them in a way that if we ran out of time, we wouldn't do them. But shake and bake, baby. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Des. Okay. So my bucket list item is something that I don't think I'm ever gonna do. Um, and it's because it's illegal, but I really want to shoplift or dine and dash. I think dining and dashing sounds the most fun. Like what a freaking thrill. And I would never do it at like a mom and pop's place. Like I would do this at like a Chili's or <laughs> a, an Applebee's maybe. I don't know. Like somewhere that they're not going to miss that money. Um, I will never do it because I'm a second grade teacher. I am an upstanding citizen. I also have terrible Catholic guilt and it's just not going to work. So, uh, but I think it would be really fun. And I like to think about it every single time a waitress hands me a check. <laughs> yep. Love you guys. Bye. That's so funny. I feel like I've accidentally left and not paid and like they ran after me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed right now. I definitely dine and dashed on taxis because I forgot it wasn't an Uber and just like walked out and they're like, excuse me. Well, I, I did it. When I was a teenager, I, I ran on checks in restaurants and I ran on a taxi. And I, th those, those are things I have guilt about because at the time I just, I didn't factor in like the people, well, like yeah. particularly the taxi one. Like I didn't factor in like, you know, I'm, I'm really taking from somebody who like is not like overflowing with money mm -hmm. but because when you're a teenager you just you're, yeah, you're and teenagers selfish... love to shoplift and stuff but i do think it's a certain high that some people crave and some people don't like the amount of people who are just kleptos with like little stupid things like i had a friend who like really got off on like just taking the salt shaker from a restaurant like we'd get home and she'd be like look what i got and i'm like why yeah why but like they love it or they'll take like a spoon 
Family Feud uh, years ago. I remember I was like, what's the number one thing that gets stolen from restaurants? What is it? Steak knives. I, if, if I remember correctly, steak knives. I guess because they're expensive. But honestly, it was exciting though. I feel guilty now, but when I was a teenager, it was exciting because I always like would plan out my route. Like, where would I get dropped off? And then where would I, like, jet to? Yeah. You know? The only thing I ever have stolen is, like, in buffets where they, like, weigh the food after. I'll be, like, eating throughout the buffet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a tax. That's a service tax. Or, like, in college, I remember we'd be waiting in line and I'd have, like, a thing of hash browns and I'd just, like, finish it and be yeah, like. Yeah, or, like, if, if, if it's not free refills that you, like, have it, you fill it up to the top, have a few sips, and yeah. then fill it some more. Yeah. Or, yeah, you're putting a little bit of lemonade in the water cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking naughty. Yeah, Panera. You know, get a Panera, get the water cup, and then fill it up with uh, yeah. Coke. Naughty, naughty, bad boy. Is, it, is, there a, is there one more? Hey, Des, Hannah. Firstly, just want to say I love you guys and I listen to you religiously. And secondly, I want to say my bucket list item would be swimming with great white sharks. I think it would be so cool, obviously within the confines of a cage, but they're majestic, they're massive, and I think it would be really awesome. Okay, bye. And they're nearby because she's, she's Aussie too. Was Aussie. she Aussie? Yeah, she was Aussie, yeah. She had like a different Aussie than the other Aussie. She had a different accent, yeah. What I don't it? know where she's from. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I mean. but You're it's very a, afraid of sharks. Uh, who's not afraid of sharks? Well, like in that, like <laughs> I've never really thought about sharks in, in, in the Atlantic oh, Ocean. Okay, well, like we got an alert one day that – a 47-year-old man was bit by a shark off the coast of West Hampton. And my mom was like, is Des okay? And I'm like, I don't know where he is. <laughs> and he, like, came back from swimming in the ocean. I'm like, okay, I was scared for, like, a good three seconds. And then yeah. I was like, you know. <laughs> but I, 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 like, I, I, I've swam in Bondi. You know, I do point-to-points in Bondi. One-mile swims across the bay and back yeah. where there's, like, really are look great watch yeah. out there. But – um, Why are you so cocky? You don't think I'm they're going to bite you? I'm not cocky because, babe, there are people swimming in there every day. There's people doing shit in the ocean every day. He shark did say attack. he's like, he, the shark, like, he just, like, bit a piece of him. Like, he just was a little no, bite. No, because that, that was a shark bite. It wasn't like. I'd rather not. But the great white, a great white is going to kill you. Yeah. You know? But I am delusional where, like, I think that I'd, like, be like, be like, hi, kitty, kitty. <laughs> do you know what you're supposed to do? A lot of, con- when people they go to Australia. They say you're supposed to punch in yeah, the face. Yeah, punch him in the nose, yeah. Which, like. Seems a lot easier in theory than like when a shark is like going doing circles around you. I think my my bucket list is to be in the water, see a great white, punch it in the nose. (laughs) Yeah, let's put it all together. Everyone, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I do think I would see the shark and I'd be like, no, I'm a good one. I don't steal anything. Okay, I did steal the home fries once in the line of the buffet. But then I would be like, it's okay. And I pet it like a horse. I'd pet the side of it and I'd be like, Go home to mom. But I have been annoyed by the increase in uh, shark incidents in the waters off the coast of Long Island. But it's kind of a positive in that it means that, like, there's just a lot of extra marine life in the water these days because of conservation. Or, that's is, why it, we see or is it global warming and they, like, are going in different places? Well, I, I, I think in this instance, uh, because there's been a lot of regulate. Oh, God, how do this is pod is just really getting off. <laughs> Getting off track, but uh, I, I believe because they they have been doing conservancy of, of various uh, fish stocks mm-hmm. that actually there's just more food for them now. Now global warming may be a factor, but yeah, part a of it of- is also just the uh, 
increased abundance of food that sharks By would food, uh, like eating. Do you mean Italian Americans off the coast of? <laughs> no, they don't like Italian Americans. <laughs> Tastes like olive oil. No, it's too hairy. Ew. <laughs> they, they, they like dolphin-like uh, Irish. Irish Americans and Asian Americans. That's their, that's their preference. Dolphin-like. Oh God! The, I wonder every now and then they bite in. They're like, oh, that was a real good one. Yeah, they were like, wow, this guy this guy ate some mango today. They definitely have Australian accent sharks. Oh, uh, sharks? <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, get a bite out of this guy. <laughs> oh, my God, she had a BBL. Fucking disgusting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, this was another one of these fucking implants. <laughs> I, gotta, I get the I gotta, rubber stuck I in gotta, my gotta, teeth. I got to stop eating in Brazil. <laughs> I got to fucking... Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, fake tits. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> a shark comes in and goes, my bucket list is <laughs> biting a girl. Anyway, I'll stop. Anyway, um, I realize I can't do an Australian accent. Yeah. We love you guys. Fucking hip replacement. <laughs> fuck. I'm going to get out of Florida. <laughs> Why the fuck did I come to Naples fucking Florida to fucking eat? Another fucking hip replacement? Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Des does characters now. Thank you, Des is a full character. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for calling in and let us know if you want us My to- My bucket list is to make it to 60 without a hip replacement. Sorry. If <laughs> Let me know if you want us to be dirtier. Any feedback, leave us a review. The reviews are really helpful. Um, and we love you guys. Recommend it Come to your friends. Come see me in Chicago, New Year's Eve, Tempe, Arizona, January 4th to 6th. I added a lot of shows too. HannahBurner.com yeah. slash shows. Check I'm if I'm Vegas. coming to your city. Des is going to Vegas. And we are going to be in Denver together, which is going to be lit. And and um, and Re Aspen. Uh, and Reno. Reno. Aspen, Reno, Denver. It's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun trip. Yep. That's why I need all that ski gear. <laughs> Happy holidays if we don't talk to you beforehand. And we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.